Hey everyone, welcome to episode seven. I'm re-recording this because I said six last time. Welcome to episode seven of the Four Goats and a Mic podcast. It is me, Ari, Tara, Bees. Jazz isn't with us this week. She has some family shit to take care of. So Jazz, we miss you. It's not the same. We're thinking about you and, you know, you already know this. We already told you this, but, you know, if you need anything, holla. And today, I don't know, we're just going to talk about, well, I think first and foremost, we want to say that this is a podcast run by four black women, right? Black Lives Matter. We are pro-black. We are anti-police brutality. Um, And we just want to make that very clear. We don't want to leave any assumptions out there. And, you know, I'll let the other two join in. But we had a conversation we definitely wanted to make that crystal fucking clear to, to any who's listening to this. Definitely, definitely. I'll go ahead and say, like, I, I don't want to be a part of the long, long list of people out there who just got it messed up because it's like, you got people saying, oh, you guys are burning businesses or like, but in my eyes, it's like they're killing people. They're killing human beings. Like, to me, that is, I, I don't see how you can look past that and see a burning building as something that's worse than somebody killing an unarmed citizen. So I think, you know, us just even touching on this, I wanted to be known, like, we do, are not rocking with that. We are not okay with it. We want everybody's voices to be heard, and our voices are going to be very, very loud on this subject for a long time because it, it's not right. It's just makes me sick to my stomach to even think about it that people are even caring about like looting and and like cars being burnt you know because it's like people are losing their lives for nothing the businesses don't matter those buildings don't matter to me they don't matter i don't care burn it down somebody came to my apartment building you know oh well they can burn it a playstation my macbook it doesn't matter to me because it's like these are human lives who are you to, and then who are you to say that people shouldn't be, you know, angry and people shouldn't be doing violent things because at the end of the day, like, this is all adding up. This is not just one person's death. This is like seeing all these different people dying for no reason. That's, a, that's some, some, you're hitting a boiling point, you know? And I like, I, I want people to understand, like, you can't judge, you can't tell somebody how they can react to trauma. You know, like, you cannot tell somebody how they can react to, seeing something over and over and over and over again. So if somebody like me, I react to something differently, but if somebody else goes outside and they decide, you know what, we're gonna go to war with the police, you know, we're gonna burn stuff down. Like that's how they react to that, you know? Like you can't tell somebody, you can't repeatedly torture somebody and oppress them and then tell them how to react to that trauma. That's just not how this works. Right, and this is all going down during a pandemic. So that really shows you like how our lives are as black people. We still Mm -hmm. have to fight and protest for our rights. Just our, just basically just being humans Mm -hmm. during a pandemic. Like there's Mm -hmm. plenty of black people that have been killed over the past two months by the police. Plenty. It's it's at least five that I can think of over the top of my head. So Mm -hmm. people are tired of it. We're fed up. And you know, if people want to react by rioting, so be it, you know, it's, so be it's, it. we've had enough of it. And I mean, it's just ridiculous at this point. And then another thing I want to note is that a lot of the arsony 
and the riots that are being started aren't be, being started by black people. So that mm-hmm. needs to be clear too. So everybody's acting like, you know, black people, oh, you're, you're going out of control. It's not even black people. A lot of it is white people, but mm-hmm. you know, that's what it is. But there are some black people that are contributing to the riots as well, but most of it is not started by us. So, you know, our protests have been infiltrated by another group. So, I mean, well, and let's not pretend like just a few weeks ago, a bunch of white people weren't protesting that they couldn't get their fucking haircuts and nails done and that they had to quarantine for the safety of everybody. Or mm-hmm. look at our history as a country. This whole country was built <laughs> off of murder, rape, pillaging, looting, setting things on fire. So, like, right. what the fuck are y'all talking about? What the fuck are y'all talking about? For real. Yeah, that... I'd love it, to know. <laughs> it's just, it's mind-boggling because they're like, you got to do it peacefully. First of all, slavery was not ended peacefully. Jim Crow era was not ended peacefully. I don't know why you think just sitting still and being quiet is, is going to have your voice heard. Like, they respond to their language, okay? This country was built on violence and looting and pillaging and murder and rape and oppression. Like that's, this is what it, America was built on. So that's not, they're not going to respond to peaceful people. Okay. They're going to respond to people that they eventually fear. They're going to, they, they're going to, you're going to put the fear in them. Like we will not put up with this shit anymore. And until we get to that point is they're going to keep doing the same thing. So when people say, Oh, you got to be peaceful. Like, no, they're, they don't respond to peace. They don't speak peaceful. They're, that's not in their language. You know, that everything that this country is built on is built by taking by force. So if you want what's yours and you want that freedom, you want that peace, you got to take that by force. They're going to continue pulling over black people in cars and for minor traffic violations or minor anything and pulling and, and killing people. You know, like we saw it on the news last night while I was in my car. I saw it on the news, like two black kids broke curfew in Atlanta. I was right around the corner for them when it happened, but I watched it on my phone on the news. They got pulled out of their car. They got their windows beaten in. They got their tires slashed and they got tased on, on CNN for breaking curfew for something that's a minor infraction, you know, for them, the police to treat everything like, you know, with violence. It's just like, okay, well, what do you, what do you do at this point? Right. And then they had just addressed that curfew like a few hours before. Mm-hmm. So from from yeah, what I people, saw on the timeline, yeah, they right. were just trying they to were, get home. People were getting messages at all different times, too. It wasn't mm-hmm. like at the same time. Some people got it like nine o'clock. Some people got it at 9.55. I got it at 9.55 while I was in my car. I didn't even know we had a curfew. Right. So it was it, it's, it's just to see things like that. If you're a person if you're a human being to see other human beings being treated like that and to be more worried about protests and your car being stopped on the highway or a building being burned down like you don't value human life at all so i mean for me personally if they're going to continue they can continue burning it down as far as i'm concerned there's three more officers in out here free that still haven't been arrested there's like three more officers out here free that killed Breonna Taylor that still haven't been arrested. So it's obvious that the lesson hasn't been learned. So until then, make them uncomfortable. That's how I feel. Richie There's so a really many. Good point. Oh, go, mm-hmm. sorry. go ahead. Richie made a really good point saying that all of us who were 
kids or minors who saw Trayvon Martin get killed mm-hmm. and nothing happened, right? Mm-hmm. He was never served justice. And then all these other people, so, like too many to even be able to name. All these other people, same shit happens. They're being executed and nothing's happening. There's no justice being served. We're all fucking adults now with spending power. So yeah, <laughs> we're fucking fed up and we're sick mm-hmm. of it. it. It's senseless and it's needless. It really is. I mean, and I think it came at, at a point in, in time, like, this has been the wildest six months of my life as an adult. <laughs> just like, I've never experienced so much going on in the news and just like everything around me. And so like, you, you have 40 million people unemployed right now in America, possibly more. Um, you've got uh, a lot of people that, that, that are not working, you know, their unemployment is going to be ending very soon. They're, they don't have a job to, a lot of them don't have jobs to go back to. You, you got all this stuff going on. They've been in the house since the middle of March because of the pandemic. Um, all, this is reaching a boiling point. And, you know, like, if, I don't know about you guys, but like for the past, since like March, you know, I've been on social media a lot more. And like, you know, you see, you see black people get killed on social media every week. Like something with a police officer or something with, you know, even not, not even just get killed, but you see police brutality like every week. It's like, I'm becoming numb to it. So if you've been sitting home like I have, since March, you've been seeing all of these videos, all of these videos, you know, and I've just been fortunate enough to not be in a situation where um, I'm not financially stressed right now, but like, there's more people out there that are not like me, you know, so they might be going through a lot more shit right now. And just seeing that video of George being murdered by the, by the police department, that might've snapped for them, you know, that might've, something might've snapped in them and like, okay, well, I'm fucking fed up. I'm gonna go out here and do this, you know? So you can't say that people really don't have a right to it. I think people have every single right to go out there and protest and riot and, and do the things that they're doing because it's like, at what point does it become okay? You know, at what point does, does this become just, just the norm? You know, like, well, hey, the, the local police officer who did six months of training and got a badge and a gun is your judge, jury, and executioner, and that's okay. You know, you can't, (laughs) to me, that's just, it's, it's insane to even think about, but that's where we are in America. Like they can kill you and get away with it. And even if it's videotaped, they might get a slap on the wrist. That's just, it's wild to me. And people are more worried about burning buildings, man. Fuck those burning buildings. (laughs) Citizens are being murdered by people that pay their salary. I don't, I don't get it. Like we're being murdered. We're taxpayers and we're being murdered by the police department. That doesn't for human beings, you know? So I'm glad we touched on this because it, it's just really been like a, a what the fuck? Like I'm just still in like a, like a slow motion shock, you know? Yeah. You, you put people in a position where they have nothing to lose and now mm-hmm. you're picking them off. So I don't know what anyone thought was going to happen. Like it's the perfect scenario. Enough is enough. Yep. Bees, you got anything to say on this? Uh, no, I, I, I feel like I've said enough about it. Like I said, it's, it's just ridiculous that we have to deal with this type of stuff during a pandemic. That's why everybody's like, what about the coronavirus? You need to go out there with your mask. Like people are running around. You can't be out there running around with a mask on. Yeah, I can barely like, grocery they, shop with the mask on. 
Right. You, you be all out of breath and I don't know. It, for me, it makes my eyes burn sometimes. I don't know what's mm-hmm. in those masks. <laughs> so uh, I feel like it's just a lot sometimes. But yeah, I mean, we have to fight for our rights and we've been fighting for our rights for the past 400 years and we're going to continue to do that. That's just how mm-hmm. we are. So we're never going to stop doing that. I don't care who feels any type of way about it. I do want to say this because I want to thank Ari because she's been going so hard on the timeline the today and yesterday on these companies. And it, it just, I want to say, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, well, everybody doesn't have to speak up. And I get that. I, I'm totally for that. I get it. Not everybody has to speak up, but you got to take note of who's not speaking up and who's still going on like business as usual out here because at the end of the day, you know, we put our money into these companies and we put our money into these people, even some celebrities who we, we support. And for them to be like blatantly silent and to not say anything or for them, some of them, if you go look up the police departments, uh, donors and sponsors even donate to them. Some of these large companies, a lot of large companies sponsor and donate to your local police departments. So when, like Ari said, you know, uh, what are you doing about this? You know, how are you accommodating this? Like, what are you, what is your you stand? stand? Yeah, where do you stand? And I think that's very, very important. So uh, I think everybody should just take note of the companies that they pour their money into and the people that they pour their money into and they invest into. Because at the end of the day, if you're investing in, in, in somebody that is not, they don't really care about your well-being, like, you know, like you got to, you got to really not, you got to really watch where you put your money because you are making these people powerful and you are by, you know, just by giving to a company that spends a lot of money on the local police department, you are paying into that local police department. So just take note of that and be aware of the company's silence. Or them getting defensive. Like I said this, I am not going to pressure any black person or business to say anything because Mm -hmm. I don't know what's at stake for them. And I'm never going to encourage anyone to lose their job, lose their livelihood. You don't know who has to support how many people, how many black employees they're employing, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put that pressure on anyone black. That's, that's not my business and that's not my place to do so. But everybody else, I feel like it's free fucking game, whether I use your tool, I pay for it, I'm an affiliate, I'm a brand partner or ambassador. Like, nobody was safe, because I want to know, for myself and for any Black person I send your way, is it safe to be around you? Is it safe to be in your community? Like, Mm -hmm. the cyber mentor dude, I got all defensive because I asked, where do you stand? Where do you stand on these issues? Where do you stand on police brutality? This man had well, I think it was like a six-figure launch in 24 hours, mm-hmm. part of which I'm not saying I contributed a significant amount, but I was a customer. I've sent people his way into his stuff, and you're, you're an infosec, which is notoriously racist and problematic. So as a customer, you getting defensive about me asking, is it safe to be around you and in your community? And you get defensive about that and try to pull the whole, I'm not like the other white guys and I don't see color and, you know, all that other bullshit, you know, beat around the bush talk. Fuck that. And, and fuck you. Like, I, I got your answer. I see, I see where you stand. The only right answer is Black Lives Matter. I stand with the black community. I'm mm-hmm. against brutality 
and injustice, right? That's all it's got to be. And if you're mm-hmm. afraid of pissing off your racist fucking ass audience, piss them off. Let them, let them scatter and go. Mm-hmm. Like, it will be replaced by people who are decent, good people that are not racist. But like, you're afraid to lose that. You're afraid to ruffle their feathers. Mm-hmm. And then you got those racist idiots in my mentions. They're tagging you and me and you're not saying anything. You're not saying, yo, relax. Or no, she has a right to ask. Or mm-hmm. hey, back the fuck off. You're not saying shit. You're just replying to the people who are saying good things about you. All right, that's telling. That's very it telling. It is. <laughs> I think I think it was uh, Desmond Tutu that said, um, if you're neutral in situations of injustice, you're taking the side of the oppressor. And I think it's something like, like the quote is somewhere along the lines of that. But if you're neutral in, in, in periods of injustice, you're taking the side of the oppressor. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're one of those people that you don't have to come out and put out a, a 30 tweet thread or, you know, a, a super Instagram post. But if somebody is being uh, racially, you know, harassed in your mentions and they're mentioning you and they're mentioning that person and you're in that conversation and you're responding back, but you're not saying anything to the racism. You are a part of the problem because, you know, at the end of the day, like it, they, you can't just say, well, I didn't see it or, I, you know, I wasn't there, you know, like all that vague shit, you were right there and she added you and added other person. And you skipped right over the racist shit and went to something else. So to me, that's bullshit. What did Ari say? Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> y'all part of Weenie Hut Jr. All of y'all, all y'all motherfuckers that don't want to call out your racist ass friends. You can, you can dine at Weenie Hut Jr. Yeah, it comes yeah, to salt platoon with us. Yeah, that's why I, I say it all the time. That's why I'm like one foot in, one foot out of tech Twitter, black mm-hmm. tech Twitter too. Y'all, like people are weenies. Like <laughs> you say one thing and somebody's crying or they mm-hmm. talking about you're, you're, um, you're like singling them out or you're being, um, uh, what is it, divisive and stuff like that, like saying all types of crazy stuff, just all kind of deflections. Like I had some somebody on a burner account at me saying that we are harassing people. I haven't added anybody because I can just clearly watch and see who speaks out against injustices. And mm-hmm. I know what side you're on, basically by that. It's either that or like a lot of people will say, hey, I've donated or I'm doing this. Like, um, like Jack, he's out there building kits for people who are protesting in Atlanta. Like you can mm-hmm. tell like when people are doing stuff and when they're not. And then some people aren't tweeting everything. But when somebody directly asked you and you either just ignore them or still don't say nothing, then mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty clear. So in Ari asking you one time is not harassment. So people need to stop that. Like, it's too much victimhood going around. Being added and asked a question is not being harassed. Being harassed mm-hmm. is constantly asking somebody something, constantly messing with somebody after they told you to stop. That is harassment. Mm-hmm. Not if asking I'm, one question. If I'm asking you where you stand and, hey, where's your statement? I, I searched for it, but I didn't see it. I'm giving you the opportunity to make, to make one. that clear. Mm-hmm. And to clarify, I'm not harassing you. Harassing would be like, hey, yo, such and such didn't, you know, they didn't make a statement, right? Mm-hmm. Go, go flood their mentions, go attack them. Right? I'm mm-hmm. not doing that, but I'm asking you straight up, what's good? What's up? Like, I'm, and, I'm a direct bitch. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you to your face, not in your DMs, where it's hidden. Like, right, you don't need to hide racism or that you're not a racist. There's one of two sides. You're racist or you're not. You support mm-hmm. it or you don't. What is there mm-hmm. to fucking hide about that? 
Hide from who? Hide what? And it's not like, like it's not like you're running up on random people. You are asking people who's who like you put money into, you yes. recommended people to, yeah. or like yes. you Direct vouch for spend money with, right? And yeah. directly um, recommend people to go to them. Mm-hmm. Like yes. they're not random companies and random people. Mm-hmm. We want to know why hasn't Asana said shit. Asana wants to hit me up for stuff, but why haven't y'all said shit yet? But your exactly. support is tweeting. <laughs> They're going to look over it. That's to me, like I said, neutral in times of injustice. You are taking the side of the oppressor. Asana does not want to seem anti-police by saying that they support the movement. So it is what it is. Well, hey. Hey. We're going to be looking for a new project management tool. <laughs> that is, and that, that's how I vote. That's how I take action, right? I'm not going to keep putting money and traffic your way if my life, my family's lives, my friends' lives aren't worth anything to speak up for and to say something about. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, I'll, I'll leave you alone. I asked what I had to ask. Y'all have till Monday to give a response, to make a statement. And if not, then hey, no problem. I'll just take down all my content. I will change my fucking course content, even though I don't want to do it. You know, more labor. And, you know, we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it pushing. That's how you have to do it, though, because, I mean, that that's where you speak. You don't just speak in voting. You speak in where you show your support, where you spend your money, you, where you do everything. I be, I mean, I, I'm a big believer of that. Like, if, if you don't like something, don't give it any of your energy, your time, your money, none of it. You know, you as much as you want to go out and tell everybody else not to do it, the best thing that you can do to not give it any more steam is to just dead it completely, whether it be a person or a company. If you don't like them, just don't fuck with them. And talk about them. Don't give them any more traffic. You know, so if we see these companies out here that they don't support the movement or, you know, they're supporting the police departments that are out here murdering people, then I can simply just be like, okay, well, I'm not going to put any more into these companies that are supporting this because you know that that's where your buying power is your buying power is a very huge tool and i think a lot more people need to understand that their dollars count and don't underestimate your audience sides also you know my audience isn't that big in comparison to like what is considered a big audience like it's tiny right but even me tweeting and putting pressure on them and asking the questions and then having my audience jump in and be like, yeah, what's up? I use your shit. Like, mm-hmm. what's good? You know, we've had like four or five companies since then come forward and not even reply directly to me, but suddenly a statement appeared. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm cool with that. Right. I don't need credit for anything. Just make it clear where you stand and we're good. Your dollars count, people. I'm yep. worth what twelve hundred a year to Asana, right? On paper, probably more because you definitely send more people their way. Yeah, you tell people to use Asana, right? Mm-hmm. We we all started using Asana for because of you. We started using Mailchimp. We started using ConvertKit, mm-hmm. uh, Zapier. What else? I'm real I disappointed in Zapier not saying anything because as much as they talk about like their culture and like all that stuff. Y'all haven't said a damn thing. I just want to say shout out to Bratz Dolls for making uh, a, <laughs> a, a, a lovely statement before just about every Fortune 500 company in America. Bratz Dolls 
came out with a statement this morning and said they're committed to diversity. And I believe they had the Desmond Tutu quote on there and they had the Minnesota petition, the cops petition on there. They're like, link in my bio. I was mm-hmm. like, look at, look at Bratz dolls. <laughs> look at them. And also the skincare company Glossier. They are donating like, I think a million total if I read that right. But they made a statement. They're doing like, I think 500,000 to the Minnesota fund and then um, another 500,000 to uh, in grants to black businesses as well. See how easy that, that was? These companies oh. be bullshit. Oh, I want to say something too. Y'all know Jason on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know him, but I mm-hmm. saw his tweet that you posted. I don't know who right. that is, though. So Jason is a VC guy. Um, can't remember the name of the VC that he runs. Let me actually like look this up. Hold on a second. But pretty much Jason was saying that he was going to um, he was going to start investing money into black tech founders because he believes like you know we should get more money he said i've already invested in black tech founders but i haven't invested in enough and he recommended that we as black people the black community need to stop using instagram need to stop using tiktok need to stop using twitter and create all of our own platforms because he said we are basically the back of all these social medias and he was Mm -hmm. like if all the black people left instagram instagram would be no more so, and he was saying that Zuckerberg is clearly supporting Trump and like black people just need to leave Instagram and create their own platform. And he said he's committed to investing in black tech founders that want to create their own social media platforms. So that's something that, you know, people should definitely look into. If you're in tech or you're an entrepreneur and want to, you know, make, create your own apps, his at is Jason. Literally, that's, that's all it is on Twitter. It's just Jason. So that's something that you can and start following him and just, you know, just start talking to him and figuring out kind of what he's going to invest in and what he's looking for. Because I agree with him. I think it is time for us to have our own platforms. And the same thing with TikTok. People keep coming on Twitter about, oh, TikTok is is silencing the black creators. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all should already know that. TikTok is a Chinese app. They aren't American. All your protesting is not going to do anything. It's China. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't so, care. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not doing anything by coming on the Twitter and saying you're going to protest the app. The only way you protest TikTok is by deleting the app. That's it. And stop mentioning it. Right. Which is That's crazy it. because TikTok dropped a statement today. Talking, they, they dropped a statement before a lot of other companies, which is crazy. And they said, we mm-hmm. are standing behind, fully committed to hashtag Black Lives Matter and hashtag George Floyd. And I just thought that was funny because they blocked all videos with the Black Lives Matter hashtag and the George Floyd hashtag, but they came out with a statement saying that they support it. So, <laughs> black people, keep your eyes open on these 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 damn social media apps because they're not they're not for you. And I'm all I'm all for what Jason said because honestly, black culture is the backbone of social media. Without black people, social media wouldn't be the way it is right now. All these dance crazes, all these memes all these uh, videos, Vine, marketing. marketing. Yeah, this, this, like the slang, everything is black culture. So for him to even realize that, like, I'm pretty sure 
tons of other companies and white CEOs have figured that out already. And they just make apps that they know we'll stay on instead of thinking about making our own app. But you know what? We got to understand, like, we are it. Okay. We are everything. We provide the content. We provide the entertainment. We provide the drama. We provide the information. We provide everything. We provide the fashion, the styles, the trends, everything is provided by black people on social media and then re-rocked and remixed and watered down to every, everybody else. That's just it. So what he said is on point a thousand percent. We need our own social media. I mean, we, we need our own towns, honestly, our own police force. But we'll <laughs> talk about that another day. We need our own social media because at no point will somebody say, oh, they flagged my video for doing this. Or you can't say the N-word. I'm like, what? We are Twitter. What do you mean we can't say the N-word? Like, <laughs> are you serious? But, you know, like, honestly, we can't complain because it's somebody else's app. We need to make right. our own app. We need to make our own why, app. Now y'all see the importance of having, like, an email list as well. I'm always preaching. Just set up a fucking email list. Just set it up. I don't care if you don't send anybody shit. Just set it up and get it up and get it going. And just post the link in your profile, right? Mm -hmm. This is why. It puts you in a position of ownership. Digital assets have value. Well, even if you don't use them, you still have that data. So please, go start your email list. Yeah, because yeah, with your email list, you could easily say like, hey, I'm leaving Twitter. I'm leaving Instagram. You can find me over here. And if you don't mm -hmm. want to go here to this free app, well, then all of my other information and all of my other um, content that I create will be behind mm -hmm. a paywall, which you can find here. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much how it goes. That's the value of an email list. All of your audience comes with you, all of your community, all the people that you rock with, they'll come with you. They'll follow you where you are. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, I just think that people need to start realizing that, that, you know, you can be clipped off of Twitter in a second. Twitter started getting rid of accounts left and right on what day was that Thursday? They started getting rid yeah. of accounts. Yep. They can get rid of you. left and right. Yeah. Sometimes if you speak a little too boldly, Twitter will get you out of here. Like if you say something a little too wild, they'll just get you out of here for no reason. So like, like back to what Ari said, start your own email list, get your own website going, just do something to where your audience can get in contact with you and you can get in contact with them without a social media platform being that middleman because these these platforms even though we, they've been around forever they're nothing lasts forever shout out to tag shout out to myspace <laughs> we used to be out there but nothing lasts forever because you know you'll never know when one day jack will be like you know what i sold twitter to facebook and then there goes twitter you know like what happened to instagram Zuck bought Instagram and it just went choo. <laughs> Bees, didn't you have a question earlier about something? That, the um, the topic you wanted us to speak on? Oh, yeah. So um, like how we were talking about earlier about supporting people with your dollars and supporting people like influencers or companies. Mm -hmm. um, so people, I don't, I don't know. A lot of people who listen to this podcast might not have known this, but they call like what me, Ari, um, Tara, Jazz, Xavier, all of us, Black Wolf Twitter, they call what we have like a cult and it's really not a cult. So I just kind of like want to address it. So people understand the difference between like having a, what they consider a cult like following and what it really is, is just true supporters and 
a true community that really rocks with you because you've been building with them for years. It's not something that's brand new. It's not something that, you know, like we don't ever just do something and attack people. That's what I feel like people don't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't ever just be like, oh, like Ari said, like I never, Ari said she never added any of these companies and said attack. Like she never said that. All she did was at them, ask them where they stood at. If her followers felt the same and asked them the same like questions, that's what they did. But it was not an attack. It's just people asking questions. So when people try to say that, oh, you all have a cult, like if somebody doesn't agree with what you say, everybody attacks you, like you all tell people to attack. We don't do that. You can't even find one tweet where we ever said, oh, we're not rocking with this company no more. So Uh all of y'all need to come with me. We've never said that. We just say, oh, I'm not messing with this company or shoot me personally. I usually don't even say who it is because I don't want to give them any more attention from then on out. Uh So. I don't even say the company name. I don't even say the person's name. So a lot of people don't even know who I don't rock with on Twitter because I don't say their name. And it's just that simple. It's not, there's nothing cult-like about that. It's just that we have true communities and true supporters. So people need to realize like, that's what you want out here. You want people who are going to support you. If you have a brand, you want real support. You don't want people who one day they shopping with you and then tomorrow they like, oh, no, nah, like that's not cool no more. Like that's, you want real supporters. And one thing, one thing about a cult, I want to say, I've, I've watched a lot of documentaries on cults and things like that. And for me personally, they attract weak people, people that are looking for somebody to follow behind. Okay. And I don't know about y'all, but the people that follow me and interact with me and people that are in the stacker community, they're not weak ass people. So they think for themselves, they ask questions. We debate all the time and we don't agree on everything at all. The three of us don't even agree on everything. Exactly. So (laughs) for for you to say that it's a cult, like it's a few people, I can go back and look at ads or something. They know who they are. We get into, we get into it all the time on the timeline, but it's all love. Like we still rock with each other. We just, we just disagree on certain things, like certain uh, theories and just different things in life. And to me, that's not how a cult works. If you go look up, how you know ted bundy and uh not ted bundy what's his name uh the other one he had a cult with all the young girls in it like if you go look at um what they were doing like they were devoted to him and what he was doing like the people that are in our community are devoted to leveling up in life they're developed they're devoted to learning and building generational wealth and just being an overall better person like if that makes us cult leaders and like i really don't i don't know what that even I guess I'm a cult leader because like I am surrounded by people that are dedicated to being better in life. If that makes me a cult leader, then so be it. Right. I want everybody, any, if you follow me and you, you bought my book, um, you said you bought my defense industry guide. You like support what I talk about. You support the mindset that I'm pushing. I want you to be better than me. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying to have anybody who's just following up behind me and all up my ass like trying to look for me for like next moves and stuff. I want y'all to be able to think on your own. That's why my financial starter kit shows you the foundation. I don't Mm -hmm. tell you, my financial starter kit is not a book to tell people how to go trade stocks and how to like, um, how to read charts and how to do this, how to do that. No, I gave you the resources and you need to just literally go to the links that I provided Mm -hmm. you and you go study. 
it, it's not that. I want people who are self-sufficient. We need mm-hmm. self-sufficiency in our community. It's too mm-hmm. much hand-holding going on. I want everybody who rocks with me to be able to be self-sufficient. That's it. So mm-hmm. the stronger our community is, the more that we all um, build our own skill sets and the more that we get our money up, and the more knowledge we have, the better we are. So there's nothing cult-like about that. So, I mean, really, it's just a strong community. That's all it is. Like, I tell people all the time, don't take my word for anything. Go research, ask questions, tear it apart. Don't just go do something because I said to go do it. Go look for other opinions and other viewpoints. You know, don't take anything I or anybody says for point blank, right? Like, I'm sharing my experience, what's worked for me, my advice, but I don't know the details of y'all shit. You know, I get, I say the same thing with business. Like I don't have the answer for you, but here's some things that I would try if I were in your shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think a cult leader would do that. <laughs> I don't think a quote, quote leader would tell you <clears throat> to be suspicious of everything and to do your due diligence do your due diligence and to, you know, ask for referrals and for testimonials. And if you, even if you get all that stuff and it checks out, if something doesn't feel right, then don't fuck with it. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what we're all on. Like, yeah, I'll point you in the right direction, but you have to decide for yourself what you're going to do with that. You know? And I don't even fucking like people like that to even want to have a cult, to be honest. Like, the whole idea of a cult is just wild to me. <laughs> uh, it's weird, but I don't know. I feel like we talked about this maybe the last episode, but I don't know about y'all. I was pretty wasted that last episode. Um, right. Shout out, shout out, Brandon. <laughs> hey. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, damn, I forgot what I was even going to say. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> Look, we're not a cult. We just want to help the community get better because we want to live in a community with Black successful people, okay? We can't do that alone. So the more educated, the more, the more there are, they're educated, you know, the more people out there that get that financial literacy up, the more people out there that all, we all level up together, then we can go buy that town. Yeah, buy the town. Then we can have our own shit, okay? Then we can have our own police force. You know? We just need our own shit, honestly. Honestly, we just need our own fucking country. We need to go find an island or something. I was going to say, I think a lot of people fuck with us heavy also because there's a lot of shit that doesn't make the timelines. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just speak for myself, but, like, you know, I still do free calls. I still help people out. I still send money. I still donate, cash app, send people bread, help, you know, single moms with diapers and Instacart and wipes and shit. It doesn't all make the timeline and I don't feel a need to like have to talk about it all the time. Yeah. Right. But I save like a percentage of my gross to donate and I often blow past that budget each month. So it's like, there's more behind the scenes that, you know, for myself, I just don't talk about it. I don't, I feel like me talking about it is like when you donate to somebody homeless and you take a picture with them and then post it on social media. Exactly. I don't like that shit. I don't That's like why it I don't like it either. You know, so I'm quiet about it. I don't feel like I need to, you know, broadcast that and talk about it all the time. Like the people who I've helped, they know what's up, right? They know what's mm-hmm. up. And that's what matters to me. 
Mm-hmm. It's what goes on behind behind closed doors. That's why you, you never really see me posting anything that I've donated or done for anybody. But I I love to help people. And there's people that you guys know on the timeline that can vouch for me that I've done a lot for them. I just don't speak on it because to me, that's not my place to. Like, if you're going to help somebody, you don't need to take a picture about it. You know, you don't need to tweet about it. You don't need to show the world you did charity. Like, the best charity is the one where you just do something for somebody and you go about your day because you wanted to do something for somebody. You don't have to tell the whole world that you fed somebody or that you clothed somebody or that you helped somebody through a situation because you know, at the end of the day, like I feel like people that are always doing that, they're just doing it for the attention and the clout. They're not really doing it for what it's doing for somebody else. Like, honestly, that to me, that's just, I don't like it. <laughs> but like, I mean, if you have a foundation and you're doing something like, for instance, Ward Dunn, he has a foundation where he builds houses for uh, single moms. And uh, every time they do a house, um, they have like a ribbon cutting and everything. To me, that's dope as fuck. But like, right. if you're out here taking pictures of you, like buying McDonald's for a homeless dude and putting the homeless dude all in the picture, like, who are you really doing that for? You know, so I don't like it. <laughs> when people ask, like, when I do my like free calls, stuff, they're like, do you want a shout out? Should I like, you know, send people your way, blah, blah. I go, no, mm-hmm. I don't want. Can I like give you something? I go, the only thing I want is in the future, if you have 15, 20 minutes to share with somebody and, you know, get on a call with them and help them out for free. That's all I ask you to do. Like, I don't want mm-hmm. you to at me. Don't put it online. Then, like, don't send me money for damn sure. Um, you know, just, you know, pay it forward. If you ever have the opportunity to do so, like that speaks more to me than anything you could like say online or send my way. Pay it forward. Always. Always right. pay it yeah. forward. Yeah, and the, the thing is now is just that you just have to pay attention to the business owners that are for self and the ones who are for community. So mm-hmm. you'll see a bunch of business owners who are literally just only posting up their profit every month, talking about how much money they spend on themselves every single month, and they don't ever give back to the community. They mm-hmm. don't do anything for free. They don't give back. And then when people say, hey, you want to give back? It's nah, I'm not giving back no money. Fuck you. Like, why would I give back? You know, so mm-hmm. that's the thing. You you have people out here that are getting rich off of you and literally mm-hmm. are saying, fuck you. I don't care about any of the anybody who gave me any money. I don't care. I don't need y'all. So that's what you really need to be paying attention to. The people who are literally just using you to get rich and who don't care about you at all. Yep. So like, that's what you need to pay attention to, really. You know, we're all about making an impact in our community and helping more people become successful. Mm -hmm. And I I really think that's what stands out with us and what we do and the people who I'm friends with on Black Wealth Twitter. So, I mean, that's just something you just have to pay attention to. Yeah. When you buy any of my shit, it employs a Black woman. My assistant is a Black woman, right? Um, And I pay her... (laughs) I'm not going to tell y'all what she told me to charge her, (laughs) but I more than doubled what she quoted me because I was like, no, that's too low. This is what I'm going to pay you. And I don't want you to charge any less than this with anybody else you work with. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It goes to charity. It helps other, you know, people within our community and stuff. So it's not all, you know, profit that I'm pocketing. I think, from like my course and membership, it's not very profitable right now, to be honest. Um, but it does circulate 
that money does circulate back into like mm-hmm. our community and throughout. And that's, you know, that's what means the most to me. That's what feels really good. And, you know, I think it's important to know, like to hold all of us accountable and ourselves accountable to, all right, like, what are we putting back into the communities? Are we making mm-hmm. that effort? Right. Cause I, like, I don't want to give my money to anybody who's supporting bullshit, you know, that's why, like, I'm not an affiliate for everybody. Cause like, I'm, I'm not just going to promote your stuff just because you're going to give me a cut of it and I can move traffic and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, tell people about it. It's like, who are you? What are you about? That's, that's what means more to me. Like, who are you as a person? Right. So you see, like, I don't really like engage with new people a lot. If I haven't at least had a few zoom conversations with them or hung out with them in person, like bees I've hung out with multiple times. This fucker calls me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to bees and Tara damn near every day. Tara and I hung out in Miami the whole fucking weekend, you know? So like, I know these people for almost two years now where it's more than just, you know, engaging on the timeline. Like, no, like we know each other, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's different. And I don't know. I'm like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm way more picky and choosy about who, you know, I engage with and share their stuff and all. Cause it's just like, people have proven to be untrustworthy and not to have integrity and just don't move the way that, you know, we like to move. Not at all. It's just, yeah. it's kind of hard. Cause you want to be cool with, not want to say everybody, but you want to be like right. kind of neutral with everybody. You want to be social, you want to network and then you meet people and then they just do shisty shit, you know? Yeah. So you're just like, Oh, I can't even be around that. You know, I've been around people like that on Twitter you know I've been on Twitter for like 10 years now (laughs) it's crazy um but I've been around on Twitter for a long time and I've just had experiences with people that just and I still see them on the timeline get retweeted every now and then they just be on some shicey ass shit (laughs) (laughs) right and that's what I was saying before it's like we'll see people who we do not rock with on the timeline I get Mm -hmm. added with people who I do not rock with at all yes and I still don't say anything. I don't say so anything. I just yeah. sit back and just look. Like, I know when people at me with those people, they get immediately blocked by those people that they're like, oh, thank you so much for helping me. They get blocked by those people. Yep. And I'm sure they wonder why. Like, dang, why did I get blocked? I, I thought, like, I like them. I like their, mm-hmm. their content. But, hey, you know, that that's what it is. Some people, they everybody does not have to get along. Everybody's views and everybody's kind of like uh, – purpose does not align so mm-hmm. that's just something probably, that people have to be with yeah i'm probably the most vocal out of all of us when i'm right. like no don't at me with so-and-so they scared <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i would be quick to say no do not at me with this person <laughs> at all but i just scroll right over it i'm like i need mm-hmm. to see that i got like yeah. i have to be like you know what my mentions are so filtered i don't even look at them no more like it's just so mm-hmm. much drama of, or you, you say something these fucking lists Cause you, yeah. know, you guys are really promoting people who don't give a fuck about you and who are like shady and scammy. And there's a lot that doesn't get said. Cause like, I'll just say, Hey, here's the proof. Don't fuck with so-and-so. And I'll get told mm-hmm. you're messy. You're stirring shit up, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I remember someone asked for receipts. I provided receipts and they were still talking shit, the hair girl. And so mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like you can't please people no matter what. But for me, 
I feel terrible sending somebody to someone's way and they spent money with that person and then they got fucked over. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh? The hair girl? Maybe that's why. Okay. I'm not going to say her act. Yeah, I, I know now because I like one day I was like, dang, when did that happen? Oh, I got follow. Okay, whatever. I don't know. I don't need, I'll be so oblivious. I just want to let y'all know. I missed that. I'll be so oblivious. I, 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 a I, I called a stray because of Ari and I didn't know why. I was like, damn, I thought like, it was. Look, I, I can't stray so much. Tara all the time. I don't care. Even Jazz look, sometimes. Jazz will have the whole, whole Twitter in a Look, look and, and when I scroll my hit. timeline, I see block, 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 <laughs> block. This user has blocked you. This user has blocked you. And then all sometimes, day, day. for a second, I'm like, damn, am I really a horrible person? So I'll be like, nah. <laughs> Everybody has me blocked. And it's because I stand up for my niggas. Oh, well. Yep, that's it. Or they don't no, like the fact that I told them that they're not where they want to be because I don't put the work in. But you know, it's another conversation. As <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, stop tagging me with people. Just keep me out of your list. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and just like if I'm not cool with somebody, I'm, I don't be like airing folks out on the timeline unless you're on some really, really scammy shit. I'm gonna put you on the timeline because other people need to know about you. Like somebody hits me up about you, I'm gonna tell them about. Like, they're like, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mess with that. But like, for the most part, I just like don't say anything. But stop adding me with a lot of people. Just stop doing that. <laughs> I call out scammers. Or like, if you want to subtweet me talking shit, like, just at me. What are you right. so scared yeah. of? Yeah, like you have a whole fucking like thread. You have a whole fucking thread dedicated to me. Just at me. What's up? Like, what's good? I'm. I keep telling people, I'm not hard to find. I, y'all know where I live. So all this bullshit on the timeline, at me, what's up? What are you scared of? Like, woman to woman, woman to man, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. What do you need to get off your chest? Say it directly. I have much more respect for you if you at me and say some shit to me directly than all this subtweet shit. When I see the subtweet shit, I'm going to light you up. <laughs> we'll I don't even up. see subtweets. I only see them because people screenshot them and send them to me. That's the only way I see people that. messy. People yeah. messy. I love it, but damn, people messy. Yeah, I don't, I don't see know. shit. The last That's time funny. I called someone out, though, Hugo put like a hundred grand on their face. So I've, I've been chilling since then. <laughs> Hugo love putting money on Abby's. There That's we go. But she was she was talking shit about him too and felons also. So he's like, oh bet you're talking about Ari oh. and felons and me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what people have about that. Some people just have kind of like this some superior complex, which we've seen over the past few days. Is like black people talking about, oh, I got degrees. I have a good credit score. I have this. I have that. You don't have anything. So you're, you're, you know, white people don't view you good. Like they don't view you highly. Like they view me highly. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Well, you keep tap dancing for people. Nobody cares. (laughs) Like what? Nobody cares about your credit score. Uh Uh-uh. Cops don't ask for your credit score. Like the police don't ask for that. (laughs) License and credit score, please. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Hell that ever no. happens, you know, FICO done dropped that bag. FICO <laughs> dropped that bag if it's ever, like, license yeah, and Hell no. Look, let me tell you something. You still a nigga in a Benz or a Honda 
or a spaceship. It don't fucking matter. You still a nigga to them. Okay. So if they decide that they are going to mistreat you, it's already written in stone. Like, I don't, that's why we need our own shit. Like, yeah, like the bird watcher. <laughs> Didn't they say the bird watcher? He went to Harvard or something like that? Or like, MIT? He, oh, I think like, so. he was a real life Carlton. Cool ass dude. Cool ass dude. <laughs> Not a real life Carlton. <laughs> he was. Carlton, <laughs> Carlton a real ass nigga. Talking about Carlton yep. real. He got, he bought that life. Remember when, what, that, uh, I forgot what happened to Will. Carlton got the stick the same day. When yep, he, he went and purchased the gun, he would have got the gun pulled up. Carlton <laughs> real as hell. Yep, polo down. <laughs> he was bird watching. He was bird watching, and you know what's crazy? It was like that was terrifying to me because she was on the phone like screaming, like he was about to kill video. her. Like he was about to kill her. It's just like the other lady. It was another lady on the phone screaming, standing in front of a car, trying to make a stop a car from leaving a neighborhood. And she was screaming on the phone like somebody killed her. Like, do you know how dangerous that is? Like, for you to just be screaming on the 911 call, like, bloody murder that somebody's, like, killing you and nothing is happening they know to what you. The they, fuck they're doing they are the weaponizing 911 calls against black people. Doing. Exactly. You, the, you see the old white lady who got arrested by a white cop? She's like, I'm not, you're not getting me oh, a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And then she pulled out. She, she, <laughs> she tried tased, to drive off. He tased, tased the fuck out of her. Shit out of her. <laughs> and she's oh, over there hollering and screaming, "He's attacking me!" Ah, ah, like, no, bitch, you got pulled over. Get you. All you had to do was sign your ticket. <laughs> she was like, "I'm not taking this ticket. I'm, I'm leaving." He's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> and then like, tased her. She, she could not believe it. She could not believe. Right. She could not. Yeah, fathom. she was like, "They only do this to black people. You can't do this to me." <laughs> yep. She even they know it. Even they know the police, that how the police operate. They know how the police operate. Look at that. They're using the police against us. Look, I just want people to realize that we got to get our own shit. How do y'all feel about um, anonymous resurfacing? They didn't really resurface. That's like a, that was like, okay, so that's like a fake account that's just regurgitating information that anonymous put out in February of 2019. But what about, the, That's what, not what about them? What about the? Well, some like, of it is them, but some of it that, that that new account that said all of that stuff, that wasn't that wasn't them. But they but got one account with one point nine million followers. The the account with two point four million followers is anonymous. Oh, I need from my understand one. from my understanding, <laughs> it's called Your Anon News. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one. That's they, the two point stuff. They so they did drop. Stuff. They did drop new stuff, but that other account is not is not new. Like all that Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump stuff, that's old, old news. That's right. February. They came out February 2019. So I remember reading about that, and I was like, "What?" And they was dropping stuff about Donald and Jeffrey when Donald entered the uh, the uh, the campaign when he started campaigning to become president. Like that, they was putting out all this stuff about the uh, sex scandal. And then the uh, defrauding of the students, the college students uh, at, I think it was Trump University or something like that. They was talking about all that way, way back. But this new stuff? No, I'm talking about like hitting the police department, shutting down their websites. They leaked all their emails. Like, passwords. Their, like, yeah. their, like their police department emails and passwords. So, and the passwords was like boo-boo, like for real. Info <laughs> saying. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it was like LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one password was the, the lady's name no numbers nothing just her name i was just like oh oh dear lord <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna literally take your passwords and stuff and like use it on other emails and oh my gosh it bad Passwords pick horrible. Up my, my pen testing studies oh my gosh <laughs> do not use your do not use your first name as your password on your work Don't email any part of your name as any password like don't do that that was wild anonymous is wild and and it's an, it has to be said that anonymous isn't like one person it's a collection of people we're not talking about like five or six it's like a whole centralized community yeah it's decentralized and these people spend time uh basically fact finding and finding information and exposing it so shout out to them so what do y'all think about i saw some people talking about oh um, the anonymous is the CIA. Like they're a part of the CIA. What you think about that? Fake news. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. But would the CIA be leaking out news that makes them look bad? Definitely mm-hmm. not. Not in a million years. Because why would you? I mean, would the CIA admit that they didn't know that children were being molested? Mm, I don't think so. No, they wouldn't do that. It, it would look too bad. <laughs> it would just look. <laughs> The PR on that is just horrible. Like, you mean you knew he was flying children to an island? Okay. I don't think so. I mean, anything's possible, though. A wild-ass story. You know, I don't even know the whole story. I never looked into it. Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, I never looked into it. I just, like, I kind of, like, piece stuff together. Like, okay, wait, where were they flying to? They were flying so to So he had like, his own, he had his own island. Like, he had houses in, like, Paris. Uh, Palm Beach was the main house. But he had houses in, like, Paris, New York, L.A. And then he had something in South America, I think, like, Brazil. Then he has his own island, right? So he'd have all these parties with all his rich friends, which include... Uh, Naomi Campbell and Donald Trump and like it's a whole list of like the who's who in Hollywood like random right did you did you see the list that had Beyonce and Jay-Z on it that was a fake list on it anonymous that's what said I that thought. Was a fake list that's they what I them, thought they put a they put a real list out and it was like Naomi Campbell Donald Trump like a couple of like top chefs in LA like just just some random like random list of who's who or whatever right but in Palm Beach down in Florida uh, which, if you don't know about Palm Beach, really, really rich area down there in Florida. A lot of really, really rich people live there. And he had this mansion. They said it was like 20 or $30 million mansion, somewhere around that range or whatever, $20 million mansion. And he would hire girls in the area, like poor girls. Like some girls will say she was like from a trailer park. It was other girls. We're not talking like one or two. Like at one point, the count was like over 40 girls. We're talking like 14 years old, 15 years old, 16 years old. He was hiring them to give him massages at his at his house. And some of them he was raping and some of them like he was just like touching on them and like sexually assaulting. Like it was just all kinds of stuff going on. And the Palm Beach Police Department was investigating him and they tried to arrest him. And it didn't work the first time. And then he got arrested again. He was on probation, but he was on probation, breaking probation. And they they said they couldn't really arrest him because he was, you know, getting out of it every time. He was just really, really well connected. And basically 
what anonymous is saying in the black book and like what uh investigation has caught up that's why donald trump's name always comes up is because all of his friends are really 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 well known and they're not just like politicians they're they, they go all the way over so jeffrey well, why epstein, were these his friends like who is he so jeffrey epstein worked in finance and mm. he handled money for a lot of rich people oh, and okay. like yeah he handled Beach type stuff yeah but he lived on Palm Beach on the island, not not just like West Palm Beach. We're talking about Palm Beach on the island with the houses, like 15, 20, 30 million dollar houses. Mm, so I can't say I've never seen that. I got I to gotta do my research on this. I mean, there's a couple of documentaries on YouTube and then Netflix just released a documentary about him. And it goes into detail about what happened in Palm Beach. But like. It, it goes deep, like he had huge ass parties at his island. And they have uh, like all this evidence that he was flying underage girls out to his island. And the speculation is that all these people that were going back and forth to the island and he was uh, uh, flying these girls all out there, some of the dates overlap. So they're saying that if you were friends with him and you were going out to his island a couple times a year and he was having all these girls coming through, like you was there when those girls were there. And some of the dates overlap. That's what they're saying that like, how do these people not know? Like even Bill Clinton's right. name came up and like uh, somebody in the, in the UK, I think one of the, uh, somebody that had uh, an association. In the royal family, the, right? In the royal family, yeah. Somebody in the yeah. royal family was real uh, good friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And he's friends with like hedge fund managers that manage billions of dollars. Like he's got a who's who, a list of who's who's on his, you know, in his, you know, phone book. So he knows a lot of people and that's how he was uh, able to get away with it for so long. And so he was preying on, you know, girls that were in and out of, you know, right. girls that didn't have dads or in, they were in and out of the system or, you know, they were just borderline and he was preying on them. He was offering them money. These girls were getting paid hundreds of dollars to give him massages and stuff. And some of them he was like actually raping. And it was all bad. And then uh, they finally arrested him. I don't know why, like how he was able to get away for, with it for so long. For and so then they long, arrested right. him. And then they, and then they just arrest him. And, and then, then that's when he died. Magically dies in prison. And, yeah. 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 But I saw something talking about how Princess Diana was killed because she mm -hmm. had proof that the royal family was involved with um, children, child A trafficking. sex trafficking ring. Yeah, mm -hmm. sex trafficking ring. That's all and look, today. all these stories just co like going, you know, coincide together. They're overlapping. Yeah. And like, to me, where there's smoke, there's fire. If you tell me like one girl, it's like, okay, he did it but like you have your you can have your doubts or something like if one woman like a child i don't have my doubts but like one woman comes up okay you're like okay was that an actual allegation you know whatever's going on i don't know were they in a relationship da, 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 da. if it's 50 women 50 children you know 80 children say something like that's disgusting and like how did they not stop this you know what i'm saying and how do these people that were around him not see this you see what i'm saying and, and like even one of the girls like in that uh accused jeffrey epstein before he he died in prison and one of the photos and i, I like i i still like was like wow when anonymous was talking about this because i i've seen that photo before she was actually in the photo with her jeffrey epstein and naomi campbell and naomi campbell was good friends with his wife 
uh, just Lane or whatever her name is. Like it goes really, really deep. And I'm like, did they know? Like, you never know. You never know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I gotta look into this. I looked up the Netflix um, documentary. It's mm -hmm. called Jeffrey Einstein, Filthy Rich. And mm -hmm. I guess it came out on May 13th. So I'm gonna check that out. I'm hoping not. Naomi got mad. I love her, but like, damn. Right. She's All the this queen. Coming. queen. Mm -hmm. She be flying, have the whole suit on, clean up everything. That's her, right? But it's just like, you know, for... For you to have one person uh, accuse you, you, to me, that's already, like, suspicious, you know? But then when you well, have... Her name was definitely on that list. Mm-hmm. But when you have all these people, and then, like, they're saying that you were at the island the month of June, and this girl saying that she was kept on the island for two months, and it overlapped. So how mm -hmm. did you not see this child? Did nothing stand out? Did you see the girl? Did you maybe not see her? Like, did something right. stand out? But did out? they keep these children somewhere else? Like, that's what I'm like. I gotta so watch this. You gotta watch it. Okay. You gotta watch that. And then there's other documentaries. I know you love YouTube, but definitely go yeah, on YouTube and look it. him up. And he's got, like, it just goes super, super deep to where you're like, okay, there's definitely politicians involved. There's definitely people somewhere in the military or something involved. There's no way that he was able to do all of this without and having resources and connections. We're not, to, yeah, we're not having the connection. Mm -hmm. But he was he was a billionaire. He had like a seven twenty seven. He had another private jet. Like he had islands. We're talking how we're not talking like little houses. He had like massive houses in Palm Beach. He had a brownstone in New York. You know, he had like an apartment in Paris. Like I looked at this whole story. I've been looking at this since it like came out and I was like, yeah, because mm -mm. when they dropped it during the campaign, I was like, yeah, that's they're like, yeah, they may be trying to throw stain on him. But like when there's smoke, there's fire. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's too much smoke in this. Right. That's why that's you got to be choosy about who you fuck with. Mm -hmm. like, you do because you can get taken down just because of your affiliations yes your friends yeah people don't realize that like if you are documented with people who are doing illegal crimes your ass mm -hmm. is going down with them just because you you affiliated with them mm -hmm. so that's why i try to keep the circle tight like i'm not trying to mm -hmm. i don't keep the circle tight you're not gonna find me in any pictures even in miami we had the birthday my birthday party mm -hmm. in miami I wasn't in any of the pictures. Y'all took the group picture. I was all the way mm -hmm. in the back. You couldn't even see mm -hmm. me. You I never I know. You never know. You never know Look. these like who what what people are doing that you're associating yourself with. Mm -hmm. And if you don't really know them, you haven't really like dug into them and done your research, you really don't know who you're messing with. Yep. It's you know, it's people, people out there right now that they attended, they just went one time to the island with Jeffrey Epstein. Like he, they got invited to some massive blowout party and their name was on the airplane, the airplanes, uh, passenger yeah, manifest. Passenger yep. manifest, yeah. And it now ended up on the passenger. Now they, look, now Anonymous has put their name on the blackboard as this person was out on his child sex island. That's all it says. And these people <laughs> could be, these people could be professors. They can be working like career jobs. And now they got a little stain on their name because they, had a friend who was friends with Jeffrey that invited him to some weekend party. You never know who you around. Like you never know. And that's so wild to me. Like I wouldn't even know what to say to him because <laughs> that list is out there and millions of people are looking at it.
Yep, Oof, and what don't want to that lives forever. Mm-hmm. Like a homeboy who is not homeboy. I don't even want to call him that. Like that asshole, that idiot who is uh, fucking with Angie Tetro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this white boy called himself, you know, calling her an ape, right? Mm-hmm. So guess and what happened? And she said that he was harassing her. Yeah, for, and she was really days. she was unnecessarily nice. Said, "Hey, leave me alone. Stop mentioning me. Like I don't want to talk." She's setting her boundaries. I feel like if I have to ask you a second time, I'm gonna light you up. I should only have to ask you one time to leave me the fuck alone, right? But she, it went on for days. And so finally, somebody in tech Twitter built him a little website where yeah, if you go to his, you go to his first last name dot dev, it's all his racist ass tweets. They found his coding boot camp that he was a part of. A part of. He's trying to get his first developer job. Um, Ooh, our homeboy Stenna. Oh my gosh. Our homeboy Stenna said him. he'll never work in California. <laughs> <laughs> You just hey, don't, don't do it. Fuck with him. Hey, look, this is for everybody that's listening to this. Go buy your website right now. Your first name, last name. <laughs> go buy that website. If you're a developer.com.dev.tech.dev.com.net, wrap them up, get them. Because you never know when one day you're going to piss somebody off and they buy your name, they buy your domain, and then they start smearing you. Because I've seen mm-hmm. that happen before. Uh, it was an article about. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was an article, and then some guy ended up buying the person who he was like re- retaliating against. He bought their website and started leaking all their personal information on this person's website. Like the way C- uh, SEO works, if you Google this person's name, you're gonna see this website that this person made for them. So like you gotta keep that in mind. Go buy your website right now. It's gonna be twelve dollars a year. Your nickname and whatever. Buy it. And it's going to be, get it from Google Domains or GoDaddy, whatever. I prefer Google Domains, but whatever works for you, just get that domain and lock it up. Don't ever give anybody the power to be able to smear your name and just throw dirt on your name, even if you've done nothing. Like that that guy right there, he's done something. But right. like you yourself, if you've done nothing, go get your name right now. Go get it. Don't ever let anybody have that power over you. That's your personal real estate. That's wild. He fucked up his whole career. Because <laughs> you want to be racist and not leave people alone. <laughs> and then and then people were talking about he's the victim. They're talking about right. commit suicide now. That's his oh, problem. Wow. <laughs> exactly. You don't know how to leave people the fuck alone. That's yep. what's wrong with people. Y'all don't know how to leave people alone. You don't know who you're messing with. You don't know right. what type of community they have. You don't know mm-hmm. what type of connections they have. You don't know who loves them. So leave people alone. If you're not ready for that, you're not ready for the smoke, you're not ready for the action, leave them alone. Angie has a huge supportive community. She's done so much for the tech side and for for black people in tech as well. He really fumble. Whatever. Fumble the bag. He ain't even had a bag yet, so I don't right. even know what you call that. He's got to he go to a whole new boot camp and career. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, well. Yeah, Mind stop your Stop playing with people. Know, know your enemy. Know who you're playing with. Yep. Mind the business that pays you. Yep. 
Damn. That Ruined your bad. whole life. That's <laughs> why you gotta say, stay calm and cool. Do we have any questions for this week? I don't think we even asked for any. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> Not that I know of. I mean, it won't be bad to have like a short episode for once. Right? Yeah. Oh, homeboy deleted his whole <laughs> account. <laughs> hey, look, screenshots live forever, so that don't even matter. Oh, no, they took over his account. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's even worse. He shouldn't have done that. That's, That's even why you worse. Don't with tech, but you don't mess he with tech. Yeah. Protect it. Why would you mess with somebody in tech? <laughs> Oh God! Hilarious. Well, have you all seen anything else on the timeline this week? This week has been crazy. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's still. It's just so much, so many different cases of police brutality. Even though this kind of got sparked this week by George Floyd, like you got Breonna Taylor, um, you got other people that have just been casualties of the protests, which is yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Somebody yeah. died. Like a couple of people died. Sorry to go back to this developer. What's they that? added they added his sympathizers to the site also. So anyone Ooh. sticking up for him, they're on here too now. <laughs> Yo. So that one guy that I saw that was saying that he was being victimized and he was gonna commit suicide, he's on there. Oh well. Hey, I mean, it just makes up. you racist. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I'm just it'd be like that myself. sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said something. You know, the that, infamous phrase, it'd be like that sometimes. Look, you can like I said, when you decide to do people dirty, you cannot control how they react to you. You cannot control how people react to trauma. They linked to his GitHub, his Facebook, his LinkedIn. If you want to be racist <laughs> on the internet, you cannot control how people react and respond to that. Right. I love you. Gotta understand, this is not 1965. We have mm-hmm. the internet. We have SEO. We have screenshots. We have videos. We have pictures. This stuff lives forever. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel bad at all because I feel like racist people need to understand you have consequences for what you do. Mm-hmm. So when you have these consequences, you do things that you shouldn't do. You have to deal with the consequences, and that's how life goes. Very true. Just don't be racist. <laughs> I mean, how how hard is that? Fuck. <laughs> to just treat people with respect. If it is hard, I mean, I advise you to, you know, seek help. So, what are we talking about next? Oh, you have to edit this. You have to edit this. I think we should wrap it up. All right, that makes editing easier. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you gonna be able to edit edit that down? I'm editing that pause. Okay, so I think we should wrap it up. So so you want to do the outro? Yeah, it's been a long week. These are you gonna ask an outro question this week? (laughs) To us. No, yes. we don't need an outro question. Unless <laughs> you want to. to go. <laughs> I don't have an outro. 
Right, right. Yeah, I don't have an outro question for us. Right. I that, or, I mean, I have one. Ask the people a question. All right, go ahead. Okay. You all are the people. You pick. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to ask both of us. So, for everybody who feels affected by what's going on right now in the world with pro- police brutality, like, kind of what have you done to keep yourself, like, sane and just to keep yourself going and motivated during this time? I have been verbally abusing racists on the timeline. That is what keeps me motivated and going. And defending <laughs> black women who can't say shit because they might lose their job or get doxxed. I have shit to lose. So I have no problem <laughs> going in on these people. I, I saw that one girl. That one girl was like, um, I will report you to your employer. You said I employ my own self. <laughs> this is not 1970. I employ uh, I myself. Told I told somebody tell grandma they let niggas own businesses in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> I told her, I guess you have a crime to report, uh, huh? <laughs> that is hilarious. Someone in InfoSec, I don't know if they were black or white, but they started to look up her info and they were vague enough where they wouldn't get in trouble. But they're like, I see you're in Ireland, huh? <laughs> and then she blocked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Left everybody alone. Like, just leave us alone. We're not, we're not looking for you. We're not messing with you. I'm yep. not messing with you. I ain't looking for you. I don't care. No, I don't care you, about you. So I'm just focusing not on being, us. We don't care. You mess with a black no. woman and I see it, I'm saying something. I'll be on your head. And I have secret people who stay in the shadows who are looking up your shit for fun and will fuck with you. So y'all be careful when you want to go toe-to-toe. Yep. All right. You have those type of people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, you know, when InfoSec Twitter fucks with you, they fuck with you. Um, how are you handling everything, Tara? What are you doing? Ooh, um, I'm smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> and I have been taking walks, like going to like hike or whatever. It's been pretty fun. I've been trying to find like the smaller trails because there's a lot of people out and I don't want to be around a lot of people. So I've been hitting like the smaller trails, but that's been pretty therapeutic. And the Anita Baker mixed in with a little bit of Money Man and a little baby. It just it just flows so well, and I just feel it in my soul. So I like your hoodie, you know. bees. <laughs> this is the hoodie that I don't listen to. <laughs> it says listen to Ari, and half the time I don't listen to her. <laughs> I can't yeah, I wait gotta... for that. I can't wait for that fall hoodie come out to come out that twenty twenty. What fall hoodie? Which way? That that hashtag Ari taught me. Oh yeah, get that one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tara listens. Sure. You can't get that till you listen. <laughs> I listen like maybe sixty percent of the time. It's good. You gotta have a special code to like unlock the site to be able to order one. <laughs> like um, you said to people, like okay, you can get yeah. one of these now. Hey, Shopify can do that. <laughs> I do got a question for y'all before we go. Um, I see a couple things about COVID and people saying like, oh all these people are running around together. What happens, you know, if they don't get sick? And my whole thing is like, just wait two to three weeks. I would say like two to four weeks because people got to get sick and then it has to get reported. So, you know, if nothing happens, great. I would love to be wrong. I would love, you know, for it to all be a hoax and shit, but 
a hundred thousand people in what two three months i wouldn't say a hoax because they they did say it spreads more when you're in closed spaces for a long time and they did Mm -hmm. say that heat kind of lowers the uh the spread weight and like lowers the infection rate so Uh with everybody being all around each other yeah i think we should have more covid cases is it gonna be like stupid crazy i don't think so but if we don't have any cases go up the jig is up and i'm taking my black ass back outside (laughs) but But, you know, we got to wait like two to four weeks. People are like, well, all these people outside, I haven't seen anybody pop up sick. I'm like, look, you got to understand that like these people are touching things and going places and they might not even have any symptoms until like three or four days later. And then they might not even be spreading it to other people for like another two weeks. So like we got to wait until like August to really see the impact of these like uh, protests, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, so so me, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like everybody's outside. You're not in a closed space. Mm-hmm. And then if it started during the day, you're getting vitamin D. Vitamin D helps a lot to, to stop COVID or it helps stop the spread of COVID. Um, so I, I feel like people, I feel like we'll, we'll see in a couple of weeks. But personally, I think the numbers are still going to be in the decline. Um, a lot of places, they're in the decline. So we'll see in a couple of weeks, but me personally, I'm not really, not really too concerned with it. Just like, uh, dang, I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, Kiva, Chef Kiva. I think that's Mm -hmm. her name. She said it too. Like she said, they removed the COVID tickers basically from the news websites. They're not even on there anymore. So like, what's that tell you? Of course the COVID tickers are still up on the official websites, but they're not even Mm -hmm. on the news websites anymore. Yeah. Took them down. Well, the news just follows what's hot. People right. don't care about True. COVID anymore. They want to go outside right and burn shit. <laughs> that, right and it's summertime. It's, it's summertime. summertime. So people want to go outside. outside. They're not trying to hear that. Most people not was wasn't trying to hear it in the beginning when they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. They wasn't really trying to hear it. It was just I'm like, what, there's no what NBA. Else was going on? <laughs> look, look, what else was going on? Honestly, what else was going on in March and April that was on the news? Nothing. Nothing was going on. This is the new hot topic. That's just how the news roll. Even though there's other serious shit going on in the United States and in the other parts of the world, they're not going to talk about it because it's not hot right now. Guaranteed. Right, that's true. That's very true. I'm waiting. I'm going to keep social distancing and wait. Yeah. And y'all will see me in July if shit still. <laughs> People can't decline. focus on two public crises at the same time. You know. Yeah, it, it's been a I'm lot here this in Texas. Year. I'm still going out. Uh, mm-hmm. Like in Texas, things things are kind of fine. Like I'm in a military town, and the gym is open. Ari's mm-hmm. looking at me crazy, but <laughs> like they do the social distancing and the cardio machines. Like I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like, and they check temperatures on your way in. So if anybody okay. has a high temperature, you can't get in anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, and then most of the people that go to the gym are in the military. Uh, so it's really like it, to me it's kind of like fine because I'm with a bunch of military people they're checking temperatures on on the cardio machines they have every other machine blocked off you can't use it so nobody's mm-hmm. close to each other on the cardio but kind of like you know people walk by each other on the actual weight machines but you're supposed mm-hmm. to clean them as you use them like what you're supposed to really do what people never do it any other time mm-hmm. so most people are doing that so 
you know, I feel like if anybody's going to get it, it'll definitely be me because I'm going to the gym right now. So if I get it, we'll know. But if a month, a month from now, or two months from now, I still don't get it. Like, I mean, I really like as long as you're not like using your hands and stuff and people who don't have it, like aren't actually showing the symptoms and coughing and stuff like that should be OK. So but I, I need there's asymptomatic right people also. Right. I have a family member <laughs> who has it now and no one's showing symptoms in their house and they've been social distancing as much mm. as possible while still going to work and stuff and mm -hmm. shopping and, you know, but, you know, they've been doing their best. So somehow they caught it and they're like, I don't know how, I don't know how. Right. It's work or home. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? Damn. I mean, some people are walking around and have it and don't even know. Right. So like, I'll, 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 I'll come outside in July. <laughs> we we gonna pop out next year. <laughs> I think we should go somewhere like right after Christmas. I'm down. I'm so ready. I'm so ready to travel. Like, I think that'll remote. be. Yeah. If I'm it ready. don't, if it don't really hit off, you know, by like flu season, you know what I'm saying? We don't get crazy numbers. We could definitely go somewhere, but like that's the January. biggest thing I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to yeah. see how flu season what kicks off then. That yeah. is like my final. All right. If it's not as bad of like a flu season, then that's when I'll be like fine going out and stuff like that. Like at that point, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> My sister and dad are protesting. What? <laughs> oh, Jazz yeah, so love talking, that. So I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, y'all won't catch me this on the up. line. <laughs> no, not with COVID and. Mm -mm. I'll donate. I'll send money, supplies. That'll be my way. I plead the fifth. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't even say if you're protesting or not, because the way that things are set up, the police are arresting people who are protesting. They're coming to get you. So if you are pro protesting, you really should not be saying anything. You definitely should not be posting Don't pictures. Don't put it online. Oh, yeah. And my God. Post stop posting videos. shit online. Yeah. Yeah, stop posting videos of you committing crimes. Don't do that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Look, let's let's just be clear. They can see your text messages too. Stop stop texting yeah. people illegal shit, okay? Yep. You, and your phone, if, calls. Your phone exactly. calls too. Watch out. Mm -hmm. If you don't want the police to read your conversation, then don't send it. I mean, like, if you're right. gonna be don't in if you're it. don't email it, because like, let me just tell you, they can get into anything. Let's Have your conversations clear. in person, device free. No Google Home, no Alexa, no MacBook, no webcam, no tech anywhere. Six right. social distance from your tech. Yeah, you have to understand that it is very possible. They can hear every single conversation you have if you have a phone or a device. If you are not comfortable with the police sitting in on your conversation, don't leave your device in on your conversation. Let's just say that. Put your device elsewhere. Yep. Look at your device as the feds, because that's, that's basically exactly what, what it is. is. <laughs> what it is. Oh, man. One episode, we should do, like, um, a security episode. Ooh, we should get some heavy hitters on here. Yeah. We could bring Tay on. Yeah. Tay on tech? Yes. Mm -hmm. He Definitely. just did a thread on, on password tips. I think, actually, I'm going to tell y'all when we get off. Okay. Okay.
Let me end this. <laughs> That's code for secret shit. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thanks for listening to episode seven. We hope you like this. As always, uh, you know, our did I do it right? Did I do it right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I fucked it up again. So all of our info and shit is in the description. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, make sure to subscribe, like, rate it, share it with your friends, your family, and um, hit us up on Twitter with some topics you want us to talk about. The number four, goats. The number one, mm-hmm. Mike. And yeah, let us know what you think. All right. Peace. Bye. See ya.